Millions up for grabs. Retailers closing worldwide. Salespeople losing their jobs. Online sales at an all-time high. Your route to financial freedom. Getting best sellers online. Getting a piece of the action. Learn from the top sellers. Become a top seller. Ecom leaders start now. All right, guys. Uh, on this episode, I interview Mina Elias. And he had just started on Amazon in 2018 and is now doing it full-time. I want to share a story with you because he's somebody who just started recently and has had great success. Um, so if you're starting out new, we don't use a lot of uh, Amazon technical things. You can listen to this. This is perfect for you to just see what is possible on Amazon in a short period of time. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Ecom Leaders Podcast, Mina Elias. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Elias. Elias, Elias whatever. Elias. Okay, yeah. perfect. Awesome. And then I know on Instagram, the Egyptian prescription... That's it. That's my and, fight name. That, and, and is that, is that you're because you're from Egypt or in that area, right? Because you're not actually from Egypt, no? I am from Egypt. Yeah, you're I was born Egypt. there. Yeah, my okay, parents are from Egypt. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, good. And how, how is it? I, I mean, it's just curious. And we're starting. It's all about e-commerce and whatnot. But I'm kind of just curious about that area. I was just talking to my daughter this morning about like pyramids and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Like, what, how is it like over there? Is it fully, you know... Um, Industrialized and and that's or or you see a lot of that stuff you would see kind of in TV or whatnot. No, TV stuff is bullshit. Everyone's living life. Everyone's enjoying life over there. Um, It's good. Everything is good there. Uh, Tourism is kicking back. I mean, obviously, COVID kind of uh, hit everything, but um, you know, it's it's good. It's not it's not bad. It's like not, but it's like a, a third world country. So if you go into certain areas, you will like. It's like if you go into Compton you know, or something like it's the same thing, right? Like you don't want to be in a place where something might happen. Um, and uh, the cops there aren't on top of things as much mm. as like in other countries type thing, you know, so th- there you, so yeah, just stay away from the bad spots and you should be fine. That's right. And even better, make your own Amazon business, get out of there and yeah. make your living and your life in the U S. What about that? Come to LA, come to LA <laughs> where dreams uh, come true. That's right. That's amazing. So, man, I wanted to have you on because I've heard a little bit of your story and I really wanted to share it with my audience, which is like, listen, I mean, if you can just go over with, you, you know, you growing up and kind of the life that you, that you had growing up and, um, and how that led you to where you are. Yeah. So, okay. I, I was born in Egypt, grew up in Dubai and, um, and you know, Dubai was nice for a while growing up because it was like, it, dude, it, it's crazy. It's only like 45 years old or whatever. So the whole country. So whole it's like everything. Cool. Yeah. It's like, it's a very young country. So it's like, uh, no, not, um, not, I'm, I'm 45 years old. The country. No, 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 for old. sure. I know. Yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dubai, Dubai. Yeah. yeah. Dubai, is, Dubai is like 45 years old. And um, so it's like everything there is brand new. Like, you know, it hasn't even had time to like wear down. So everything is like glass building, skyscrapers. Like you would just go somewhere to chill, right? Just like not spend a dollar, just sit down somewhere. And you could go like something that is fancier than the fanciest hotel in Beverly Hills. Just and sit down you know, on like the pool overlooking the sea, like, you know, just cause it's, there's so many of them that it's like, you know, no one cares about like charging money or anything. Cause it's an abundance of like fancy stuff there. Yeah, so yeah. growing up, it was amazing. Uh, my dad was doing good up until like, I think I was 10 or 12 and then he lost his job. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
unfortunately, he never bounced back. He, he doesn't have the same like drive, like, you know, and, and relentlessness that I have. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of was trying to like find an easy way of like, not, you know, not having to start again. Like not mm-hmm. like, you know, he, not he doing the work, got maybe. really high, huh? Not doing the work. Yeah. He got really high and he, and he fell down and he, and he wasn't willing to start back up from the bottom, build back up. As, as like me, I would do it a, a thousand times over. I'll just never stop, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'll just keep getting better. Um, and so, you know, that kind of like made a, a good situation really bad because in the grand scheme of things, if you look at it objectively, my life was amazing. Obviously, I had a, sh- a roof under my head, over my head. Mm-hmm. I had food, all this stuff. But growing up, man, when you're all surrounded, like you're a kid. Okay. You're not an adult. You don't have the same brain. And when you're a kid and you're all, you're surrounded by your friends and they all have stuff and you don't have anything, Mm. it kind of like, and, and when I say I don't have anything, I just like, all I had is a house. I had like a, I couldn't buy like a a nice bag. I had to buy like the, the cheap bags, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the ripoff bags. Uh, I couldn't buy like nice shoes. I had to buy the ripoff shoes. Um, so it's like you, you, and you're in a materialistic country where everyone has a lot of money. And then everyone's comparing, like, oh, I got this new new Nokia phone. I got this new, you know, when Nokia was a thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I got this new thing. I got that new thing. And my phone is now touchscreen. And all, and you can't, don't have anything. And you're like, all your clothes are like, kind of like the the you know the cheap stuff. You, you know, they're they're the clearance rack uh, stuff. And so, it, again, like if objectively you took me and you compared me with someone in like Egypt who's not doing that well off, I'm like dude, wow, I'm way, way better. Yeah, yeah you're but, living the life. Yeah, I'm living the life, even though I didn't have anything. But because I was a kid and you're constantly like just comparing yourself to everyone around you, it was really hard, man. It took a toll on me. And so that's why like even now, like I have always this sense of like I need more. And it's not even like materialistic stuff. I don't need more materialistic stuff. I just need more. You know, I, like I have like this deep urge to always have like more, like always be more successful, always have like make more businesses, more money, you know? And, um, it's just like always coming back from the, you know, growing up is like, I had a lot and then it was all taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And then I was still in that same group of friends and their dads drove BMWs and you know, my dad uh, drove a, like a Honda or whatever, you know, they had uh, nice phones and I had nothing. And It just kind of takes a toll on you. So um, that was kind of like growing up. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, money isn't everything. Uh, and, and, you know, I got to a point where it's like, I can have fun without spending money, without needing money. And that was really good because it took me, if I had stayed in that same path uh, of where I was when my dad was doing good, um, then I would have probably been a materialistic person right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'm a person who cares more about like experiences and I'm, I'm happy with a little bit. I don't need a lot to be happy. And if you come and check out my like place, I'm very minimalist. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything. My sister came, stayed the week with me and she's like, let me buy you stuff for the house. I said, there's nothing you're, no one's allowed to buy anything <laughs> for this house. Like I like it super minimal. So uh, that was good. And kind of and, like and a blessing. So, is, and what is your dad telling you throughout this? Is he like, hey, like, would you ask him like, hey, why don't we have money? Or like, hey, you know, do I need to work? Or what was the conversations like, you know, at home? Because um, I, yeah. I haven't been in that situation where like from up to down. So what is he telling you? 
so, you know, up until like, let's say when I was 15 years old, I w- it was constantly like, hey, you know, uh, you know, what's the deal with work? Oh, just wait. You know, this next project is going to make us like super rich. It was just that constant like, you know, oh, just wait. Like I'm working on something real big. And, you know, later on, it took me until adulthood to realize that like that was all like not true. And I love my dad. We have an amazing relationship. Uh, we're still close. Me and my parents are like a very family oriented person. But it's just like, it's cool. Like you need to realize at some point that like this person is not like, you know, perfect. Like he just has his flaws, just like you have your flaws. And, you know, after a while I realized, okay, dude, I've been hearing the same thing year after year. Just wait. This new project is going to kill it. We're, everything is going to take off. And again, like the whole problem was he, w- he just wanted to do like this uh, uh, home run, hit the lottery uh, project mm-hmm. versus if he had just gotten a, a decent job worked up, he would have had way more money than if he hit the lotto once yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I, I, I learned early on the silver bullet does not exist. There is no silver bullet in life. It's and and um, you know, I still get, get that like, you know, tendency to like, oh man, like maybe if I get this email marketing guy and, and plug him in and, and he's going to do so good and I'm going to add like $50,000 a month revenue and then I'm like, no, 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 no. Like step back. Like mm-hmm. there is no silver bullet. It's going to be one brick at a time. It's going to be 1% every single day. And then over time, it, you know, you're going to look and look, look back and look like you're an overnight success, but you're not, it's, it's never going to be, you know, you do that one thing and it, and it hits a, a home run. Um, so yeah, let, know, I'll just, I'll just, let me just comment on that. I fully agree with you. And I've seen a lot of guys who have success um, on Amazon and think that they're doing poorly. And I go, listen, if you have a product that's doing $50 profit a day, $100 profit a day, that's a humongous win. You are doing fantastic because all you got to yeah. do is you repeat that a few times. You could be, have a ton of money, um, but as long as you're tracking those numbers and seeing and, and, and doing that work and just building it, right? You don't yeah. need to have one product doing 10 million. You can have several doing 100,000, 50,000, yeah. whatever it is, and, and, and you'll be set. A hundred percent. And, and I think that's kind of where I've been to with the businesses. You know, when I first started, I was looking a lot at like liquid IV uh, and, and like those type, like, you know, the, the big, big uh, companies on it, whatever alpha brain. And they, they all like had supplement brands, companies. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Good. Yep. Yeah. And those are all like, they have like one product doing uh, like 150, 200,000, 300,000 a month. And I would look at that and be like, man, like I just want my product to do that. But yeah, yeah. you don't realize that it, that's not how like it got there. It just, it's the, it's like a, almost like an accumulation effect of they launched one and then the next and then the next and just kept growing it and growing it and growing it as the brand grew and as the reviews grew and all that kind of stuff. And as they figured out their systems and their business, everything kind of improved. And it wasn't like a overnight thing or it wasn't like a, you know, a home run or anything like that. So I learned that whole thing early on. But yeah, he was always telling me that. So right around 15 is when I started, you know, saying, okay, you know, I know I'm not going to get any money. And, and, you know, I barely, from him. like, like, you from know, my you're parents. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're good. You have to be, you're going to be on your own. I'm, I'm on my own. Like, okay. uh, yeah, you know, my, I knew like, obviously they did give me money, but it was like little, like tiny amount. Like maybe I can have a meal here, a meal there outside. Um, not that I was deprived because I anyways went to all like the cheap Spots. Right, you weren't you weren't in Egypt. You weren't around like extreme poverty. Yeah, um, and I wasn't okay. in extreme poverty. It's just like 
you know, I, I, I realized, okay, all of my friends can go and, and do all the fun stuff that they want to do. Um, I'm just going to do my own thing. And I, I found other friends who were also happy with, you know, a little bit, um, you know, kind of like enjoyed the more simple things in life. And so sure, sure. I, that's when I started like flipping books. I would wait till the end of the year. Everyone would leave their books uh, in class and I would just like go and collect them all and uh, go to the, you know, bookstores and stuff and start selling them. And I would, oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Because you, you, they, got a, you got, you got a head start there and, and flipping stuff. In a yeah, I mean, it, kind it, of there. Okay. it worked, it worked for a little bit. It worked for a little bit. Um, I think a little bit before that also, I was in Egypt and um, jawbreakers apparently were like a massive thing in my school. And I was able, able to buy like jawbreakers for like 20 cents in Egypt. Um, and then sell them and I would unpack them and put them in like these baggies. So no one knew that they were from Egypt because I told them they were from Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. And, uh, and I, I would pack them in these baggies and I would sell them. I think I would buy them for 20 cents, sell them for like $3. And so wow, that's pretty good, I, pretty good return on investment right there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, quickly you realize it's like not scalable. Cause you know, how, how much can I pack my bag with jawbreakers? So I pack it a lot. Um, and then I, and my grandma really supported that, uh, idea. And so she would buy me a ton of jawbreakers. She said, yeah, yeah, go flip them. And I would go back to like uh, Dubai, like to school and I would flip them. And then that was over. So, and then you I realized I've done that many trips. I mean, no, no, it was, it was like one trip a year, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's okay. But fine. You got one little, a mini home run. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so that, that would make me enough money to like, to last me like a few months at least of like, of spending money. So, you know, a few things like that. And then, then I went to college, right? And, and I knew that I had to get out of there. I knew I had to get a higher education somewhere, whether it was Canada or the US, something like, you know, reputable. You know, got really good grades, graduated very high in my class. Um, you know, then I came, ended up in Connecticut on the mm -hmm. East Coast. That happened because I was supposed to go to the University of Toronto because it was like a really good chemical engineering school but my visa was rejected. So kind of was desperate and, and Connecticut was the only place that accepted me. So I kind of just came, I thought all yep. of the U S was the same. And yeah, I was like, your, your ticket to the U S but you didn't really realize what Connecticut was versus, you know, I, no, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to America. And, and you don't realize like America is not all like nice. Like, yeah. you know, LA <laughs> is nice, but uh, anyways, so um, I, you know, I show up, I, I get my uh, bachelor's degree. I graduate top of my class. And then I start working these jobs and literally my first job out of school was like 35 K a year mm -hmm. uh, as a, like in a, in a, a chemical uh, safety analysis. And this job. is after, right? You, you, you paid for school or you have a, you have student loans now or what? Loans. You... I have like 80, yeah. I, or had 80 K in student loans. So you, you get, you get a bunch of student loans. You, you study and don't work for how long? Like four years, three years. How long? I was you... working throughout all of the years. I was, oh, good, I was a tutor and a teaching assistant. And, and uh, you know, I even worked as a pizza boy for, for some time just so, because you know, I needed, needed the money. Cause where you else live. am I going to get the money? I I'm taking student loans to pay for like kind of my tuition and, and uh, like uh, housing and stuff but where am I like getting my spending money to go out? So I kind of always worked a job, whether it was good. You have to support yourself because you were in the country by yourself, right? Yeah. It was all me. There was no one here. Didn't know anyone. Um, and so I had to kind of figure everything out as I went, uh, on my own here. So then, I think it's very usual guys like, uh, going to college and then leaving right with, you know, 
$80,000 in student debt and then having, you know, the skills that you learn besides like work, cause at work, you're going to learn stuff. But in school, you're, you only get a $35,000 a year job after studying for four years straight. I yeah. mean, a lot of people are in that situation and that's sort of like, Hey, you need to get out. Cause that, that's a kind of crappy situation, man. If I, if I sold somebody an $80,000 Amazon course and they were only <laughs> going to make 35,000 for 10 years, I'll probably go to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. The, but the, that, the, that should be how it is. But unfortunately it's not. And it, let's not fully blame the schools because you know, I was consciously signing those checks and those yeah, student yeah. loans. <laughs> so it's like, you know, maybe I should have uh, been like, dude, I'm not taking English uh, or, or Western civilization, mm-hmm. you know, classes at, at this school. I'm going to do it at a community college online and save that money. But you know, you make the mistakes and you learn. So, you know, graduated. And again, I didn't really, I was not this level of hustler. I was, you know, go on Indeed and LinkedIn and Monster and just click apply to like, you know, 50 different jobs and yeah, wow, yeah. you know, pat myself on the back. Good job, yeah, good Mina, job. for applying. Good job. <laughs> good job for applying to jobs. So, um, you know, ended up with that job and, you know, was almost like depressed. It was two screens, uh, kind of like the same screen setup I have now, except that I was in an office, no windows, working like literally nine to five every single day. It was very, very like, uh, you know, depressing. Got out of there, went to another job. That one uh, paid me a little bit more and I was slowly like inching my way up. The reason I stated that first job is because I needed like, uh, you know, some paperwork done for like uh, citizenship and stuff, but I never got it from them. So I was like, you know, whatever, at this point, just cut my losses and leave. So went to this other one and I realized that work can be actually fun because I was working with my friend and so it was fun, but then, um, you know, that company, the CFO did some stuff, shut down, went to the last company. That last company was the reason I got into entrepreneurship. And it was because I went in there with 110% energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started from zero to managing $12 million in projects. Uh, wow. Was excelling, like excelling like no one they've ever seen before. Was tech savvy more than anyone they've ever seen. Before. And this is doing, this is doing your, your trade, right? Chemical engineering stuff or no, no, this actually ended up being project management in construction. Okay. okay. So I was doing exceptionally well. And then so, so again, again, just to, just to make a comment, you started all this stuff. You got a terrible job that was, you know, full of like the worst, most depressing thing that you've had in your life from the career that you studied. Then you got a job totally unrelated to anything you studied. You were having fun and making more. Correct? No, no, no. The, the, the second one, I was having fun just because I was working with my friend. Okay, okay, okay. And I was making more. The third one, I was making the most. I can't say that I was having too much fun, but it was, it was decent. It was decent. And, and was, um, Your college didn't help you at all? Zero. At all. Okay. And, and then, so I, I go show up to my boss's office and like after like, dude, I, I made them so much money. I was crushing it for them. I was working two positions in yeah. one, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and positions that you pay six figures for. Um, and th- so I showed up and I said, Hey, I just finished my master's. I have a master's in industrial engineering. Now, you know, I've been really doing good. I started from there. Now I'm here. I would like a, an X amount of dollars raise. This is what my market value is. And, and this is, I, I believe I can make you more than, than what you would pay me. And they said, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, like we don't really care about your masters. We're going to pay you uh, $2,000 more. And, um, so that, then I got slapped with like reality. Like no one really cares about you. Like they just look at you as like a, I don't know about nobody, but maybe that employer, 
Let's put yeah. it, let's, let's put things in perspective, right? Yeah, no, it's like okay. employers really don't care about you. They just care about themselves and, and they're just going to squeeze you for whatever. But not all of them, but... I'm an least, employer too, bro. I give. I know, me too. I'm an employer think, you too. Know I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. No, no, but, but see, my employees, like literally the first thing I tell them is, I want to make sure that this is the best job you ever have in your life. I want you to come into work happy. So if there's anything that I can do to, to do that, let me know. And so, because I took everything that I hated in my old jobs and, and just like improved it. So the, the, the straw that broke the horse's back, I was, it was like noon on like a weekday and it started to snow. And so I was driving. I was like, okay, I got to get out of here, not get caught in the snow. And I was driving back windy roads because the office was like in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. And, you know, I was driving like 10 miles an hour in the snow. It was a windy road. The car slipped. This, this is after you had that conversation with, with the, the boss. With the boss. Okay. Yeah, it was even, it was even further, further along after that. Okay, my car crashed. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, bumper broken, headlight broken, drove home. Texted my boss, said, hey, I was in a crash. Uh, everything is good. I was only driving 10 miles an hour, but I'm going to need to just get something unjammed from the wheel so mm -hmm. I can drive to work tomorrow, and then I'll fix it on the weekend. She said, it's cool. Um, uh, glad you're okay. You're on your own time tomorrow. Basically saying no, she's okay. going to take it out of personal time. Yeah, personal time off tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, like, this is slavery. They were building. Like, they were building. Kept, kept, you kept getting hits. And I, I was, that's it. That was, like, kind of, like, the breaking point. I was like... I can't do this anymore. I need to get out of this, this shithole. So, um, luckily, um, you know, this was like a little bit after the time where, um, I had gone on vacation and uh, to Egypt. And, and right before that I was starting to hate work. And, and it was after that conversation of like, you know, your masters doesn't matter, all this stuff. And I was listening to rich dad, poor dad. Okay. And so I started like, Oh, the nine to five is a scam, all this stuff. And, and it got really, it got me thinking. And so when I was in Egypt with my parents, my dad w was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking up supplements. And he said, why don't you make your own? You know, you're, you're smart. Aren't you a chemical engineer? Why don't you make your own? And I said, you know, I couldn't make my own. I'm already like mixing a bunch of, cause I, I'm like addicted to supplements. So mm -hmm. I like, if you see my, my supplement cabinet is packed and I'm always mixing stuff and testing stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I could probably do it. And he's like, yeah, why don't you see if it, it can work? So I did like quick number crunching and I said, okay, bulk ingredients, you know, cost this much. Bags cost this much. Labels this much. Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, you know, I can make it for six bucks and on Amazon sells for 25, 26. Oh. It, that's it. And obviously not taking into account any of the Amazon fees or sure, sure. whatever. You did a basic calculation, right? An uninformed calculation, which yeah. is what I did when I got started. So, I mean, you don't know why I have all the stuff, but you're just like, hey, if, if it's also five times more, then you should be okay. You should have some money. I should be, yeah. And it was like someone who didn't know anything about business. Like as an engineer, I was stellar. A business guy didn't know anything about business, didn't know numbers, didn't know anything. And so I said, okay, it seems like that jawbreaker situation where I'm buying it for 20 cents, selling it for $3. So no brainer, right? right. So right. ordered the stuff. Uh, uh, you know, came back from vacation. This was around October uh, or end of September 2018. Ordered the stuff to my place, mixed it up, tried it. I felt like it was good. Gave it to some friends, said, hey, uh, you know, this company trusted me with their samples. Uh, no one has access to this stuff yet. Okay, cool. 
uh, because at that point, uh, like I was an MMA fighter and I was hitting up brands and saying, Hey, like, uh, you know, can you sponsor me? Blah, blah, blah. Like send me some of your free products. And they were all sending me free products. So my friends knew that I was getting like free products. So, okay, okay. so you, snuck it in. you snuck it in there. I snuck it in there and they're like, wow, man, this stuff really actually works. And I'm like, oh, okay. Amazing. You know, I'm onto something because I didn't want to use my biased opinion. So I used, you know, some, some test subjects. Mm -hmm. And so I posted, I incorporated October 10th, 2018, posted on, uh, on uh, Facebook. And I said, Hey guys, you know, officially, um, like officially have my own company, you know, supplement company. And this guy hits me up. He says, yo, heard you have a supplement company. I have a, an MMA event, November 2nd, come there, bring a banner. I'll get you a booth for free. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh man, I have three weeks. So I, you know, just do, 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 order everything, mix stuff at home, stick labels on, you know, hit up a friend from school who is a graphic designer, please help me make. And I made the, like the ugliest label and everything. Uh, I didn't know yeah. anything. And yeah, my first product, I had no label. So it's okay. It's <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I, whatever. I was winging it. And so went to the event with 40 products, uh, sold 25. And so I was like, okay, you know, that's not bad, uh, better than I expected. Mm -hmm. Obviously deep down, I wanted to sell all 40, uh, but I was like, okay, you know, 25 is better than nothing. And everyone kept asking me, where can I find your products? And I said, oh, it's going to be on Amazon soon. Just because like, you already think, you already think about the profit margin on Amazon, right? Cause when you looked yeah. it up, you already did the calculation. No, but, but more than that, I, all my supplements, I bought them from Amazon. So you know, if I'm buying everything from Amazon, you know, I, I'm not going to tell them, oh, it's going to, I'm going to check out GNC. I'm going to check the, the, the. I was like, right, right, okay, right. I bought, buy everything from Amazon. So it's going to be on Amazon soon. And I didn't know anything about Amazon. Didn't even know if you could sell on Amazon. I thought Amazon owned all of those brands or something, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and, and so I called next day, call seller central. I'm like, Hey, how do I sell on your platform? I have supplements. And like they, they walk me through, they're like, okay, open an account. Da, 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 da. Cool. Okay. I, I, do you have a business? Yeah, I have a business. Here's my LLC. Here's my IN. Okay, cool. Opened up an account. And then from there, um, they said, okay, go here, ungate yourself. And I thought ungating, I started reading in the forms and I don't know why people were saying ungating and supplements cost $3,000 but it scared me. Uh, but I was like, let me, let me see if I can get away without paying the $3,000. And so, um, you know, I call Amazon and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, you, you don't need to pay any money or anything. You just need to send us like uh, invoice and certificate of analysis and stuff. And I was like, Oh, easy. Got the invoice, got the certificate of analysis, sent it to them. Uh, and I got the invoice because I still make, I wasn't making the stuff. Right. So I got the invoice from a manufacturer. Just, I told him, just give me a, a, an invoice. Uh, he sent me an invoice and I just sent that. Yeah. 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 Well, it wasn't a real invoice or anything. And so got approved. And then I was like, okay, now I got to figure this out. So basically what I did was I went to a, 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 another electrolyte powder listing and I ripped off like not ripped off, but I basically said, okay, what, what are the words that they're using? I'm yeah, going to yeah, use all yeah, similar yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. What's their title? I'm going to use a similar one. Uh, what are their images? I'm going to go to like Fiverr and get like similar ones done. And so dude, the funniest what? thing though is on Amazon. If you go way back, my listing three out of like the eight images, uh, it was like me standing, holding the product, uh, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. girl that I knew uh, like uh, in the bathroom of a gym with the product. And it was like, 
uh, I remember like a friend uh, who was like in the Amazon game was looking at this like, dude, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen someone put himself in his Amazon listing. And I said, I, I guess this is the first time for everything, you know? And so I was just kind of like winging it as I went. And then from there is like when I did the deep dive uh, into, okay, how do I make this stuff move on Amazon? And, and I came in with the best price point. I came in with a really good product. So just to, to go a little bit back, I didn't just make up the product because I thought it was going to make money. I was on keto. Uh, I'm an MMA fighter and I was sweating a ton. And I needed electrolytes and I looked at everything on the market. Everything was bad. So I came up with a new formula that was high, high sodium, high potassium, high magnesium, had taurine in it, which is also a performance enhancer. Mm-hmm. And so it was a combination of things that really made, uh, like it, it made it a really good But already made it for yourself. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so did that. And then, and, and I, listed it at the lowest, uh, price point. So I was 20 bucks. Everyone else was more than 20. And so then I realized, okay, reviews, I need to get reviews. Everyone is like, it's all about reviews because I don't buy anything that has low reviews. So just started going hardcore, hitting people up. Like I knew a lot of people. I knew everyone in Connecticut who ever did jujitsu or, or anything related to MMA. So I was hitting every single person up. I went on my Facebook, literally on my Facebook, hit up every single person I had on my Facebook in the United States. I said, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. I have like this supplement. I'll give it to you for free. Uh, just give me your Venmo. I'll send you the money right now. And just like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And if you think about it, it didn't take that long to do every single day, but I was doing it consistently. And eventually like I was able to get like 30, 50, hundred, you know, 150 reviews. And as that went up, my PPC started becoming way more effective because I, I could always see my sessions unit session percentage and I could see, okay, my sessions are growing, but my unit session percentage is, is low. So it's always be like, it's not converting. And then yeah. as I Im- increased my reviews, my unit session percentage just started going up and up and, and, you know, unit session percentage is conversion rate for the people, you know, who don't know. It's, it's Amazon's way to say conversion rate. And it also, they double count for if you buy multiple units. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, you know, pretty much it just As your reviews went up, the thing started going and like it started taking off. Yeah. 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 And, and then from there I went to this, uh, event. It, do you know Tenuity? Yeah. 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 So I went to, uh, it was called ad NYC. You know, they had ad Diego and stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to ad NYC and it was like, this conference was all like big brands, one bar, uh, Starkist tuna under armor, I think was there like obviously employees there and stuff. Um, but it was a lot of like big, big business, a lot of people crushing it. I was still like a nobody. And I went in there and I started talking to people and I just more and more made me realize these people don't have anything special. Yeah. Like their product's not special. They're not special. They're not smarter than me. Uh, and like that, I think I still have the tag from, from that conference because that was like the, the biggest, it was a turning point in my life. Uh, it was like the biggest kind of like booster, like, Hey man, you can do this. And, and up until then, I really didn't believe in myself because I was just starting a project. I didn't know anything about. And then I was on Amazon and Amazon is a struggle. And yeah, like I was getting reviews and I was making money, but it wasn't really like net profit that much. But then after that, it was like, I got this. And so I went hardcore into PPC. This is what, this is end of 2018. 
This was uh, March 2019. Okay, March 2019. So, okay. November 22, 2018 is when I launched. Uh, uh, I think March 2nd or whatever, 2019 is when this happened. So between then and then, I had like learned a lot about Amazon. And then once I went to that, I, I literally like sat down with every single person who's knowledgeable at that conference and sucked the information out of them. I had like a notebook and I was like writing, 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 writing. It just took so much notes, um, you know, networked with every single person there. Like I was like very ruthless. Like I was just going to people be like, Hey, what's up? My name is Mina. Uh, you know, let's talk. And like, I would just like get the information, obviously in a, in a nicer way, but I would get the information hey, out of them. Hey, what's up? Da, 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 I got this company. Hey, what, what, what do you think yeah. about this? And I, I wouldn't never even talk about myself. Like I was always asking them like, Oh, what do you do? Do you, Oh, that's amazing. Tell me more. Oh, how did you do this? And just like, basically I was interviewing people, you know, just to, to get knowledge Oh, how are you doing reviews? How are you doing PPC? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? And then the people from, uh, uh, Adtenuity, they were, like the, the, like the PPC guys, they knew how to run PPC for brands. So I would be like, Hey man, like tell me exactly what you do to run PPC for brand. Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Is this correct? Is that correct? And then just asked and asked and asked. And it got to a point where it was like, okay, dude, I got this. Like I don't need any more, you know, information than I already have. I just need like execution. And so you learn actually a lot from them. Like were there specific things you learn from these guys or pretty much you or, or, or no, like, what did you, I mean, it, it kind of refined what I already knew. It, they didn't teach me anything that I was like, whoa, you know, it was like, this is what they had. They had, okay, for listing images, they had a really good graphic designer for keyword research. They just actually fully did the keyword research and then had a good, nice copywriter and told them what to do in the copywriter. And, you know, so it's like, they just had more resources and a more structured way of doing things, but they were not doing anything out of the norm that I didn't know, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with getting reviews again, I thought like maybe there's like the secret method, uh, but it's like, no, it's like, they're just going through the motions. They're getting reviews from everyone they can possibly can. It's, it's, there's no secret to it. There's no trick to it. Um, and so, you know, at that point I was like, okay, like these guys just are, are refined. They're, they're like, you know, have we're business in place. There's an organization, but the actual activity, the actual doing this, the actual, what do you do to get it? There's not doing anything particularly special. There's not some super exactly. magic sauce at the next level. So you go, Hey, I, I could do this. Right. Is yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. And, and that feeling was better than any other feeling because it was like, at that point it's like, you realize you're not missing anything. You know, you're, you're like, you're just as good. You're, you're, you're just as capable. Now just go and do it and do, do it more and more and more. And so, you know, went home, I was like super pumped. And then from there, it took me two months to get to about 5,000 a month in net profit. So oh. March to end of April, I was doing 5,000 a month net profit. And at that point, I think my job definitely realized that I didn't care about them anymore. And I got, Kind of, I, I was planning to quit uh, end of uh, May, but end of April, they let me go. So they let me go and it was like, oh man, like it was this weird feeling because it's like, I, I, I lost my job. I need to find, especially me being like a, an immigrant and, and depending, fully depending on myself for paying everything. I don't have a parent's home I can stay at. So it's like, I need to pay my rent. So for me, it's always like, you know, where's my next job? Where's my next job? If I get fired or if I, uh, if I quit a job. So now it was like this weird where I have all this time and, um, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to take the risk on myself. So took the risk on myself, 
started going full force with, uh, you know, like Amazon, like doing everything I can continuously learning. Um, and then I was like, okay, let me sacrifice a little bit. And so from June to November, I went to Egypt to cut down my costs. And I said, that's going to be the best way for me to like cut down my costs. I'll go back home. Anyways, it's going to be nice to see my parents because I only see them like a few weeks a year. So it's going to be nice to spend a lot of time with them and my grandparents and family and everything. And then, you know, after that is like, hopefully by then I'm good. And so did that. And then by November, I, I was making 10,000 a month in profit. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm set. I'm all set. And, and obviously like, you know, 10,000 a month uh, after taxes. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and quick, and then just to recap everybody, uh, Mina, you went from zero online money, no online experience at all, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, started selling on Amazon November, 2018. By April, May, you're making $60,000 a year. And then by November, so one year into Amazon, you're already a six-figure profit earner. So from nothing, immigrant, you know, college, debt, all the whole deal, going from nothing to making over 600000 I'm sorry, over six figures. So $100,000 in profit a year in 12 months from starting from absolutely zero, nothing, no branding experience, no marketing experience, literally nothing. Is that, yeah. is that right? Absolutely. And, and that's, that's fantastic. I mean, that's like, if that's not, an and, I, and I made every single mistake, but, but the thing is I made every single mistake in the book. Mm-hmm. I got bad images. I got bad graphic designers, used Fiverr, uh, fell for the, the people who were like trying to con you for coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, luckily I never paid anyone, but I kind of like fell into their like, you know, little traps like, Oh, like, let's have like a, a, a chat. And then we have a chat. Oh, you know, was this useful? Uh, I can mentor you. Uh, okay. How much is my, Oh, it's like a thousand a month recurring and you know you'll have access to and it was like a lot of like these scammers um you hey, know did, where did you meet these guys you were going to a lot of events all on the I facebook groups oh facebook groups okay yeah and so and and you know it was kind of like i made all the mistakes okay so the reason i'm i feel like i'm ahead of a lot of people who have been in this in like in in the game as long as i have is because i'm like going so much faster and I'm making so many more mistakes and I'm learning so much faster. And yep. so I'm not afraid of making mistakes. I'm not afraid of like quote unquote failing or anything like that. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm like, sure. Because if I do it, I'm going to know one thing for sure. If it does work or if it doesn't work, yep. you know, I'm not going to think and sit and think and speculate in, in, in all the possibilities, you know, because while you're thinking about the possibilities, I already did it. And I already know that the actual answer. And so, that's kind of my mindset going into that. And so I made like a, a lot of like these mistakes b- bumped into the wall, but eventually uh, I started getting my footing. One thing that I did run into though, uh, right around August. So when, that period when I was in Egypt uh-huh. uh, and we're talking 2019. So like uh, over a year ago yeah. and uh, I, I went for a month uh, to Dubai and, um, and just, you know, so I could see my friends and stuff growing up. And during that period, I was very in, uh, into shiny object syndrome uh, mode where it was like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, yeah, yeah. influencer marketing, duh, 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 like Google AdWords and Google shopping. Ad. And it was so many shiny objects and, and I was getting distracted so much. And when I went to Dubai, I was listening to this book. I, I always have to be reading a book every single day. I have to read a book uh, or like one book. And, and um, I was listening to the one thing and 
it, like the number one takeaway from the book is like every day ask yourself, what is the one thing if I do now, it'll make everything that I'm working on better. Mm. And to me, it was like, dude, my money's coming from Amazon. It's not coming from my Shopify store. It's not coming from my Facebook ads. It's not, it's coming from Amazon. And what makes Amazon better reviews. So double down went hardcore and like just went really hard on reviews. And I saw my sales just go up. And I think I went from doing like 30, 30 ish thousand uh, a year, 30 ish thousand a month in in revenue to like 48 over like one month, over a period of like a month, month and a half, just because, uh, you know, I jumped my reviews like by, by 200 reviews or something. And so it was, it was really like, okay, now I got it. Stop thinking. Yes. Someone's killing it on, on Facebook ads. Someone's killing on Instagram. Someone's killing an influencer marketing. Someone is killing on Shopify. Someone's going on Google ads, but why don't you just do what you know and like double down and kill it on what you're really good at. Yep. And so that's what I ended up doing is like, okay, I'm now all in the Amazon game. Cause always I was like, people are like, Oh, Mina, like, what if Amazon kicks you off? I'm like, Oh, you know what? If Amazon kicks me off, I'm going to use one of my other accounts, hijack my own listings, continue to sell. I don't care. You you think, I think I'm not ready for this. I'm ready for this. Like, let them, let let them shut me down. I'm no longer, I'm like, dude, what if the United States of America shuts down? Exactly, right? What what if the bomb goes off? Like, exactly. You can't live in fear. And and Amazon, in fact, if, if you're, you know, if you're listening to this or whatever, you're making your primary money on Amazon. Keep doing it. Do more of it. Yeah. And my thing, the way that my, uh, I had a similar thing just to share with you, uh, mine wasn't so much reviews, but it was, I was doing a lot of optimization on the products and the sales barely moved. And I switched the whole thing and the change was add more products. Yeah. 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 That's the it. Products was a freaking game changer, you know, because look, anybody, if you, if you get to thousands or even hundreds of products and each of them are profitable, you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. 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 Even if you're doing $1,000 a month in profit with one product, just do that with two, three, four, 10, 20, 30, 50. And now you're at 50,000 a month. Your in profit. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so that, that was kind of the, the turning point for me. I was like, dude, enough with the, the like you looking at other brands mm-hmm. trying to get their success to make your own success. And so th- that was like the biggest turning point for me. Then I moved to LA December 1st. And ever since I moved to LA, the game completely changed. I like 10 X my business because I was in a, I was in the perfect, like, like incubator for, for growing. And, and, you know, I'm surrounded by super successful people. There's so many Amazon sellers here. Um, and I'm, I'm no longer like I eliminated all of like the clutter in my life. Anyone that wasn't like, killing it or, or had the right mindset or anything. I just got rid of that and really optimized my life. I was a much better state of mind because you know, the, the weather is good. Everything is good. There's a lot of fun going on. And so, you know, then it just became, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to network more. I'm going to learn more, but it just became a game of, let me just keep repeating what I'm doing, systemizing it, hiring employees. Um, now I have eight employees and it's, it's all, everything all is overseas? a system. You have any U.S. or is all, all overseas? All, yeah. Two in the Philippines, the rest are Eastern Europe, Moldova, Romania, uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Well, how did you hire guys there? Is that from, from Egypt connection or how, how did you get guys? No, there? no. Um, so there's a place called jobrack.eu. Um, mm-hmm. I created a, a listing and, and uh, I have like a whole video on this, but basically 
it, like I said, this is huh? or something. I need to check it out. I want some people from there. Yeah, no. And, and basically like, it's like a little bit of like a, a, a mini test. And I'm like, okay, if you want to work for me, uh, uh, if you want to do this job, say I want to work for you. And then owner of, let's say like, uh, uh, you know, quest nutrition, but obviously I do a smaller company. So they actually have to do some digging. And then that immediately eliminates like all the, you know, scammer, like not scammer, like the spammer people. And then I asked them a couple of questions just to qualify how good their English is. And like, uh, you know, a couple of things about them. Then from there, I give them a big test and that test needs to be screen recorded. And just if someone goes to the test and I watch the screen recording like this, I can tell if they're good or bad. And yeah. so usually I only get three or four tests. I go through the screen recording. I, I look at how much effort they put in, What's how the, resourceful. They're recording it or using a software? No, no, they're recording it. I tell them you can use. Record it and send me your recording. You tell exactly. them. Exactly. I tell them use OBS screen recorder. It's free. Record everything that you do from the second that you start the test to the second that you end the test. And um, I just want to see how you think. And it's like them, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I want you to go find me three pictures uh, of athletes that's royalty free. And I want you to find me three captions that go along with them and explain why. And, you know, they would be like, okay, like royalty free athletes on Google and like, they look, you know, things like that. And so, uh, and if they, if they have like a good mind and they think clearly uh, in, in like in a, in a good way, I know that I can make them really good because I have all the SOPs, all the standard operating procedures, all the training videos, everything. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to know how to do things. Right. I just need to know that your, your brain, you have like the, the mental uh, aptitude, uh, you know? And, and then from there, I'm going to teach you everything. Wow. Nice. So you have, you have eight staff now. And so yeah. uh, we, we talked a little bit before this and, and clearly at one point uh, you decided that you wanted to branch out and add um, brands or add products. And obviously we, we're not going to go into what those are, but uh, what was your decision? So you had, you know, you have your MMA nutrition brand, right? Hydrolite. And then you wanted like, Hey, let me build out more. Why did you do that instead of add products that say to MMA nutrition? Okay. So uh, with, with, uh, with MMA nutrition, I'm working on adding more and I did add more, but MMA nutrition is kind of like, it's just the athlete niche. Now I was approached by someone who p pitched me really hard. He said, Hey man, like there's this women's niche we can go after. It's a very like unique product in the women's niche. Um, and he said, I think there's a lot of potential. Let's do it. I was young. I didn't know much. And so <laughs> when it was like a year ago, <laughs> well, yeah, it was about yeah a, a year and year and a uh, year and, uh, and three months ago. And I didn't know much. I was like, you know what? Okay, sure. Let's give it a try. So that's how the second one came along. And then after like working with a partner for a while and like understanding, like, you know, it wasn't the best decision, but I now understand the power of partners if they're the right ones. And so then I approached another guy uh, that, that I knew had a really like specific skill set that could make a product uh, go well. And so we launched another brand uh, and, and that brand is like a, you know, it, it's not going to, it's a different demographic than Hydrolyte. And so I, I did that because if you think about it, I'm using my same systems. I'm using my same staff, my same employees, everything. And I'm having someone com like compliment that and add his own efforts with his team or whatever, his or her team. And so I did that, you know, two more times. And so for me, it was like, okay, I already have the supply chain down. I already have formulations down. I already have like all of my PPC and, and, and my graphic design and everything that I have all that's the Amazon game kind of, game down. Um, 
and then I just go with these other people and I do the same thing. So yeah, I could do another product, uh, another hydrolyte product or like a, a you know, maybe because I'm doing an energizer one, like coming out in two weeks, uh, doing a recovery one. So I said, I, I could do another one, but what about like, if I did, like, let's see if I did another one with, with a partner because I would be doing the exact same thing, but having like a, a, an, a, a yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I did that and that worked out amazing because now I'm not doing anything different. I'm not even, there's zero added, uh, you know, time for me, there's zero. It's like, I'm doing the same thing that, that I'm always doing. My team is doing most of the work. I'm just reviewing a lot of the stuff, obviously with certain things like formulations and stuff like that, I do that. Um, and maybe when we're coming up with the initial design for the entire brand, you know, I'm involved in that. But after that, it's like everything else the team can handle. And then I'm like, okay, let me just do that with, with more partners, you know, and get to a point where it's like, you know, it doesn't matter like that I'm only getting half the money. I'm doing the same thing, but I'm getting like, you know, double the work, which is usually more, uh, you know, if, if it, you're doing it with the right person who's complimentary, um, you, you know, you're going to get like a synergistic yeah, effect. Yeah. 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 And I know several, I know several people who have partnerships, uh, on, on building Amazon brands. I and mean, I think it is a, something to, to discuss and talk about because for example, you have a person who's doing supply chain and then you do the sales or vice versa, or, you know, there, and it's very tricky complimentary stuff. Yeah. It, it's very out. tricky because there's no right, like right answer because you're dealing with people. So, you know, it might work amazing with one partner, but it might not work so well with another partner. So you never really know. And, and, um, you know, at this point I'm like, I'm still, I would consider it's still in the trial phase. We're successful. We're profitable. The businesses are growing and all that stuff, but I haven't gotten to a point where I can say, yeah, okay. I did this business with a partner and I sold it for a lot of money uh, because you know, the initial inv investment is usually like 10 grand. And then if, even if I sell it for four or 500,000, that's like a big win. That's great, definitely a big win. Yeah. That's, and, that's and, a lot of money that a lot of people would never see in one time. Yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 And, and so for me, you know, I'm, I'm trying these different things out because again, you know, I'm the kind of person who will never, I'm, I'm not going to think and analyze so much. Like I already know kind of a little bit of the facts. I'm like, let me just try it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't like now I know. And so, you know, I'm obviously a little bit more selective because it, you know, it takes my time and effort. It's super important. I mean, it's yeah. more important to select the right partner than select the right product. Cause the right product, you just discontinue and get the next one right with a yeah, partner exactly gonna you know kind of marry it a little bit exactly okay. yeah definitely um okay so then a couple quick questions just rapid fire here so um and i know we discussed a little bit of this but how much was your first investment uh starting on amazon what was your initial five hundred dollars so it was a hundred units yeah absolutely fantastic so you started with 500 bucks uh how long did it take you to make enough money well i guess you know you didn't you know you didn't quit your job i guess you kind of got laid off but that's <laughs> yeah. six months six months so, uh, 500 bucks to start six months to kind of get going on your own. Uh, and then this year, um, we discussed a little bit before, but this year, what do you think you'll do in revenue? Let's say across all your Amazon. Uh, pr probably I want to say like a little bit over 1.5 million. Nice. So yeah. you're basically, I, I guess it depends how you want to take it, but you're basically now a millionaire. I sometimes uh, when I, I have, have a million, million in the bank, I'll be a million dollar company, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe, you know, maybe you could probably sell it for maybe about a million or something like that, depending that's the Amazon, you know, uh, multiples, Whatever. but you're yeah. like close to like millionaire status took you, uh, less than two years, uh, 500 bucks starting period, quit your job in six months. 
that's freaking amazing. Um, I think, man, yeah, it's I'm, Amazon, man. It's it's a Amazon is an insane opportunity. Yes, I agree. You know? I, and and I, I tell people it's a gold rush right now. Yeah. Um, you know, back in 2018, when you got started, um, people were already saying, oh, it's too late to get into Amazon. People are saying that today. People are saying that in 2015. People are saying that people are going to say that until the end of time. What do you have to say uh, to somebody who, let's say, wants to get started now? And they're like, well, it's too late to sell on Amazon. There's already people okay. with thousands and thousands of people. What I would tell them is it's not about the product or where you're selling it or whatever. It's about you. Okay. If you took Elon Musk and you put him in a restaurant or you put him in a, in a soccer team or you put him in whatever industry you want, we have no doubts as, like as a business owner, he's going to crush it. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's because of the, of where you're putting him or because of him as a person? Mm -hmm. It's because of him as a person. And so it's, it's not about Amazon, you timing it right. It's not about the product that you're selling. It's, it's not about anything other than it's about you. Like, so people need to take full accountability, understand like your business is you. So if it's doing bad, it's because you're, you're doing bad. You're, you are like bad. You're not improving your skills and, and stop blaming, you know, oh, Amazon. Like, let's say I did get into Amazon late. Let's say, let's say right now, Elon Musk starts a supplement company. Okay. With $5,000 investment, I guarantee you he's going to crush it way more than I am. Okay. And it's not because, oh, he got into Amazon the right time or, or anything is because of him as a person, as like a, you know, a businessman. And so stop thinking that it's about Amazon or because let's say Amazon dies, you move on to the next thing, Walmart. Let's say Walmart dies. You go into whatever else is going on, physical retail, online retail, Whole Foods. I don't care. You know, whatever it is, you're, you know, whatever you do, it's always going to be dependent on you as a person and not dependent on the business or the actual thing that you're selling. It's like, you, you're like the life force of your business. And so whatever your life force is, your business is going to extend and the results are just going to show your true colors. That's all. Absolutely brilliant. Amen, brother. I love, I love that. That is, it's so true. And on top of that, I do want to say guys, uh, Amazon, although yes, anywhere you go, you could be successful, but Amazon is so easy. It's ridiculous. It like, is like I've tried, I tried several businesses before Amazon. I try to become like influencer. I try to do like website blogging, <laughs> Google ranking. I failed miserably several times. And Amazon seemed to be just so ridiculous. And yeah. startup cost 500 bucks is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, I got 500. 000. You're like, I, come on. I, no, I, and I 500, I got, I got 100 uh, units, started selling that, you know, put in, uh, what is it? I got another uh, 400 units. So what is that for? Like two grand, right? And, and, um, you know, that sold. And once that sold out, I had enough money to buy 800 units. And so like, I think in the first like couple of months, I sold out like four times, you wow. know, because I was waiting for the Amazon payments so I can reinvest <laughs> it, you know, but it's whatever. And, and I had a, like this guy that I started with, I had really good terms. It was, um, like 75% net 60 or something. Wow. Yeah. And, and I, I called my dad and I said, Hey man, you have like a, a, a manufacturing agreement. He said, yeah, let me send you one. Cause he has like a million of those. He sent me one and uh, it just had those terms in there and I sent it over. I j changed everything, but I didn't look at the terms. And he said, and then he messaged me. I said, Hey, uh, 90 day terms are like a little bit long. Can we do 60? I said, yeah, sure. And I called my dad. I was like, Hey, yeah, what's 60? I said, Hey, what's 60 day terms? He said, Oh, that means that you pay 60 days after like you get your products. I was like, 
wow, you know? So it worked out. It that's worked right. out. Wow, that is amazing. And so US supplier, that's, I, I really love this. And so, I mean, I really appreciate you being on here. Um, and is there any last words you want to say to people uh, potentially listening here? Obviously, you can say, well, you know, where, where to find you. I definitely want to hear that, uh, the website again, where to hire people. And you said you had a video. If that's online, please, uh, where do we find that? So yeah, the video is on the Samer Brax's channel on, on um, YouTube. If you just say like $2 VA, uh, Samer Brax, that should, it's me and him in the video. Um, very controversial, uh, uh, like headline, $2 VA, yeah, but yeah. Got, got a lot of people to watch it. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Mina Elias, M-I-N-A space E-L-I-A-S. That's where I have like my business stuff. Like I post the business advice and stuff. Then on Instagram at Egyptian underscore prescription underscore Elias. That's where I post my fun life. Um, and then uh, that's where you can find me. If you have any questions, you know, shoot me DM text or, or DM or, or a message. I usually answer uh, final words. Okay. When you go into selling a product, please don't look at a product. Look to selling a solution to a problem that's better than everyone else's solution because when you look at it that way, it, it simplifies a lot of things because you, you'll never end up with a bad product because if you create a solution to a problem that's going to add value to everyone's life and there's demand, like obviously don't go and making something like a, you know, eyelash like plucker or something when yeah. no one plucks their eyelashes. Like, but if you create something, a solution to a problem that people are in demand for, like, you know, that's it. That's all you need. You don't need anything crazy. And then the, the, the last thing is, you know, I always say this in every time I talk, it's you only fail if you quit. If you never quit, you'll never fail. Uh, and, and like, just always keep that advice. You know, as long as you're never quitting, you will never fail. You, it, things, you know, might have like little obstacles in the way, uh, just like, you know, overcome them. But if you never quit, you'll never fail. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And then just to touch on that, I know people who have failed their first product, second product, third product, fourth product, they made it. I don't know anybody who's done five different products at different times. And isn't making profit and making money on Amazon. Yeah. I, don't know I know a guy who failed 10, 10 products and on the 11th, he made it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. His name is Jack Jack. Yeah. Okay, good. Good deal. Good deal. Awesome, man. Well, it was amazing having you. Um, thanks. And uh, see you next time. All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Beep.